Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. So the year 2020, okay, um, I normally sit here on this set with a sprint car driver, but I'm sitting here now with a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> and, I, and I'm sure a darn good kindergarten oh, teacher. Oh, yeah, yeah. Super patient. Yeah, you, you, you strike me as... singing and dancing. Yes, oh, you yeah. strike me as uh, at, 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 at an apple, uh, to take the apple into the teacher to, to oh, sweet yeah. Miss, oh, Mrs. Everham. You... Hey, Mrs. Everham. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, would you like a break? Yeah, no. I'm not so good at teaching. You're not so good at teaching. <laughs> there, there is in the sit down shot- and get this done. <laughs> shot- you know, I, you, you think I'm joking? Uh, no, I don't think you're joking, Aaron. I don't think you're joking at all. Uh, I ask you that loaded uh, question because I know you, and no, I don't think this is uh, uh, this is sweet, patient Mrs. Everham, the kindergarten teacher. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. this is Aaron well, getting through what we need to get through here. Exactly, and I was never patient, and I definitely do have a temper so when it's your own child too you have that you have that relationship where it's not like you can you know if it's someone else's kid i feel like i could be a little bit more successful teaching them but you know just like yeah i know that what she's capable of so i'm like all right just sit down and finish this just you know like i don't you know you see these other people like oh do you need a, a, a break to do a little dance and a little stretch I'm like do the darn work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think uh, sprint car drivers get a break to do a dance and stretch in the middle of it? get it done. Yeah. Larson yeah. and Red River Rail, after he ran through the uh, River Cities, did he ran through oh, the infield. He didn't break? need a break. Yeah. No, he didn't need a break. Get back up on that wheel. Uh, you got a race to win. What a year. What a year, no doubt. I have spent this week, I, I've spent uh, shopping for dust and everything. Yep, because Which are hard my, to find. Yes, my uh, my uh, daughter, my youngest one, is a sophomore in college, and she's going to school. She's going to school. We're going to move into the dorm. No, we're not going to move into the dorm. <laughs> now we're virtual learning. Now we go find a desk. Okay, folks, there is not a desk on <laughs> North America, okay, in a store. Um, I went to Staples. I went to Staples. The girl there was great. She was phenomenal. And I said, I said, we're looking for kind of like a girl's dust for the room. And she kind of snickered and laughed. She said, yeah, good luck. I'm like, and so then they sent me to, they have a partnership with Ashley Home Furniture. She said, they might have something. The guy at Ashley said, yeah, I have a daughter in, in elementary school. I couldn't find one. I went to one of the, 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 the used furniture apps, like yeah. people that sell their own stuff. And then he says, don't go to Craigslist. They're weird. You know, yeah. I'm just like, well, I'm just trying to get through this. I did this. the same thing for a yeah. kindergarten desk. Yeah. I, we're just trying to get through this. And this, this whole thing is all messed up. Okay. Everything. And, and I say this, by the way, she is Aaron Everham. I'm Steve Post. And no, this is not school talk. This is <laughs> Wing Nation presented by Drydeen, DRF Racing Oil, and by Hercules Tires. We're in the Hercules Tires studio. Beautiful, beautiful studio here in Concord, North Carolina. We set all of this up to say... 
we're doing things totally different than we've ever done before. Mm-hmm. And our guest today, Steve Beitler, who promotes Skagit Speedway, is racing pay-per-view only on Thursday nights. <sighs> I know. He's had to get so creative. I'm on the, I'm the board for the Sprinkler yeah. Hall of Fame with him. And the West Coast has just been really locked down. I mean, the whole country. Like you said, it's 2020. Yeah. Everyone's no fans shut down here. But, man, he has had a tough year, and he has had to get so creative to make things work. So that's why we want to talk to him, because yeah. if anyone can get creative, <laughs> Steve Butler can get creative. Yes, yes. And that's what we want to talk to him about. So, anyhow, if you're watching the video of this, we're wearing Steve King Foundation shirts. Mm-hmm. Steve King Foundation is a nonprofit organization established for the purpose of helping the dirt track racing community, whether it be officials, whether it be race car drivers, crew members, or anyone involved in the sport, should they have illness, an injury, or unfortunately a death, uh, they jump in and financially help these people. They have helped more than 200 individuals across the country and Australia and Canada. 100% of the funds go for them. We talked about this on our Tuesday show, Aaron, but they just don't come any better than the Steve King they folks. They don't. The, the Steve King. This was founded. Steve King was a racer yep. that lost his life at Knoxville. At Knoxville. And they have decided to, to, to take wonderful that family. tragic situation and turn it into a positive, and they've they've done such a wonderful yep. job with it. You can follow them on Facebook for more about their events and stay informed of who they're helping in the dirt racing community. You can learn more about the foundation and donate at their website, Steve Foundation, stevekingfoundation.org. And like we talked about on Tuesday. We're going to do a virtual 5K with them. Yep. We're going to do a virtual 5K, so you need to be ready for that, rascal. Oh, that's going to be awesome. That's going to be fantastic. So, uh, absolutely. You know, Plan B Sales was founded in 2010. Started as a Lionel and Chase Authentics distributor. Now, Auto World, Greenlight Collectibles, Brand Art, and University of Racing Lines, among others. They have a huge inventory, and they have partnerships with Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and other drivers. You can use promo code MRN for free shipping on orders over $20. Uh, take a listen to this. This was last Wednesday or last Friday night at River City Speedway. We just we just mentioned this with not losing our cool and not having to get out and dance and stretch and do exercises. <laughs> there was none of that for Kyle Larson. It was River City Speedway. It was the NOS Energy Drink, World of Outlaw Sprint Cars. Here's Johnny Gibson with the call. And now for the dry game death-defying move of the week. One driver simply amazes us with their on-track move. Shoehart looks to the inside. They get together. Larson and Shoehart get together in three and four, and Shoehart takes the lead. Logan Shoehart, your new leader on lap number 37 as he got into Kyle Larson in traffic. Larson comes back at him in three and four. Shoehart still on the point with two to go. Shots now all over Larson racing for second. Shoehart into three and four to the white flag. One lap to go for Logan Shoehart. Kyle Larson now with one last run at him into one and two. Larson all over Shoehart down the back stretch into three and four. Shoehart slides up the banking. Larson turns underneath him and steals the win out of turn four. An unreal finish. That death-defying move was brought to you by Dry Dean Diesel All Death. The official death of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydean.com for more information. Team Power isn't born. It's built over time. 
For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation, presented by uh, Hercules Tires, by Drydeen, by DRF Racing Oils. And let's go to the uh, Sage Fruit Hotline. Sage, a Washington-based company. This is a Washington-based promoter. Steve Beiler joins us from up at the Skagit Speedway. Hello, Steve. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Good morning. How are you guys doing? We are doing well. Okay, so Steve... I uh, had the opportunity in February to hang out with you a little bit at Daytona. You'd had the motor coach down there. We talked a little bit about the exciting season that you had coming up. We just kind of thought that everything in 2020 was going to be just absolutely hunky-dory. And then 2020 hit. Um, how how tough has this been? Uh, it's, been a, it's been a tough, challenging year, you know, one thing about being a promoter and a race car driver and all that stuff, life humbles you in a big hurry. When you think you're on pile, all of a sudden that pile takes off and you fall flat on your butt and you go, what happened? And, you know, all you can do is pick yourself up, dust yourself off and keep your head down and elbows up and do the best you can do. And that's what we're doing. So, Steve, you've announced that you're going to do a Thursday night pay-per-view only program how has how have you gotten to this point through this pandemic? It's actually been working well for us, you know. And my thought was when we started doing the pay-per-view that everybody's been cooped up in their house all spring. The last thing they want to do is sit home on a nice Saturday evening and watch the Internet or watch TV. So I wanted to go on Thursday night because I thought there would be a lot more viewers on Thursday night. and People are still kind of staying home because a lot of them, for whatever reason, aren't going out on the weekend or whether they're going to work on Friday or not. So I, that's why I went with Thursday nights, and and I figured I could get more viewers. And by doing that, I told the racers I'd, I'd pay them full purses if we go out on Thursday night versus Saturday. I'd have to give them a reduced purse. And uh, it's really worked out very well. I was pleasantly surprised. Our car counts have been great all year. Viewership's been good. Um, yeah, we salvaged it. I mean, it, we're not making a lot of money, but we're covering all our event expenses, our fixed expenses, and, you know, sticking a couple bucks in our pocket at the end of the night, so it's worked better than I thought it would. Wow, that is that is really cool. What kind of back gate uh, is – are there limitations? I, I know there's nothing on the front gate. What are your limitations there, and how, how has that worked? How have the teams kind of partnered with you on that to, to make sure that they're, they're, they're not running a follow with the fine folks out there in the state of Washington? Well, you know – Right now, they're saying participant-only motorsports. So they're not limiting us. They're really not limiting us to what we can put through the back gate. I mean, they, they say they'd like everybody to come in the same vehicle, which that's not going to happen. And there's certain things they'd like us to do, but they're not making it mandatory. So right now, you know, all the people that come watch the races, they're, they're participants because they buy a participant pass and, we opened up one of our sections of grandstands. It's the participant viewing area, so they can actually walk up and sit grandstands and turn three and and watch the races. So it, it's worked out really well. And we even had the liquor control board out one night inspecting everything we were doing. They were very happy with how we were conducting business. And and uh, you know we, we've been we've been pretty fortunate. They've left us alone all year. 
That's great. Steve, I love how you always get creative, how you're always come up with new ideas. What has it been like? We've, we've talked to a number of different promoters or series officials about dealing with the state, the county officials. How has that been for you? How difficult or how, how has it been a pleasant experience? What has it been like to actually deal with the, the government leaders? You know, the biggest thing, I've, I've always done it this way, is when they call me, they come to see me, I always get on their side of the fence to work with them. I've never, I've never, you know, worked against them because, you know, they've got a job to do and, and they're going to do their job. And I've always tried to work with them and rationalize what needs to be done. And, uh, you know, we got turned in a little bit at the start of the year, like three or four weeks in a row. But like I explained to them, we had a disgruntled person that I had to kick out the first week because they wouldn't. They'd hear our policies, and they kept walking in the push-off. And lots of reasons. We had to ask them to leave, and ironically, we started getting turned in. So that's why they came out and inspected the facility, and they said everything was everything was fine. And, you know, the biggest thing is I just try to be very polite, very humble, and, and uh, you know, just ask them, if, tell us how you want us to do it, and this is how we'll do it. And uh, within reason, we try to do exactly what they ask us to do. Steve, I, I had a fascinating, before this happened, I was in upstate New York, I was in Syracuse, and I and the day before the world shut down, I had a meeting with a guy who promotes Canada, with Land of Legends Speedway, and he talked to me about the different philosophies of pay-per-view. You know, you can go the popular route with Flow Racing, or you can go Dirt Vision, or you. there's other ones that work up in New York State, and he made a decision, he said, I kind of want to have it in-house, I want to have it on my own Facebook, I want to have it... In, in in you know right here on the property so I'm 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 reaping the benefit yeah I'm spending the money on it but I'm reaping the benefit as well it appears to me that you're doing the same sort of thing just just describe the decision to do that and to run it through your own through your own program there you know I've always liked to be able to control my own destiny and I think Flo has done a wonderful job and and we were looking at uh speed shift before that I, I didn't know at the time we we're talking to speed shift that they were getting ready to sell the flow, but I just looked at their platform and, and, uh, you know, I just felt like I could work harder and get more people to watch my show. And therefore I, I would rather roll the dice and, uh, and, and do my own program to where if I get a subscriber, I get the money. I don't, I don't just get an average or, you know, a token each week. And, and, uh, I, I guess it all depends on how hard you want to work. If you, you want to kind of take it easy and cruise. I think that a, a position in partnering up with like Flow and some places like that, where you get a fixed amount every week, is is a good way to go. But I've always been one that I'd rather work harder and reap the benefit myself. And if the numbers are down, I just work harder the next week to get to more people and be creative on how we can get people to watch our show. So I said I just like creating uh, my own destiny and and managing it myself, and it, it motivates me to work harder every day. Yeah, and it, it makes a lot of sense to do it that way, and I love your idea of doing it on Thursday nights because people are home and they can watch it. it that made a lot of sense. Uh, how you, you mentioned car counts have been pretty strong. Has it been difficult, you know, people's work schedule? I know a lot of your racers might have full-time jobs as well. Are there people coming up from California where they're not racing at all? Are there people, I mean, are you losing, I think you had some guys coming from Canada that I don't think can get across the board. How, is the, how have the teams been managing? You know, we haven't had any of our Canadian visitors because you're right, they can't get across the border. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think we've had anybody from California yet. We've been getting some regulars from Oregon coming mm-hmm. over. We've had from Montana and some from Idaho. And, you know, to be honest, the teams at first, they kind of weren't so sure about 
Thursday night racing, but they really like it because a lot of them said, now if we want to travel someplace else to race on the weekend, we can, or we can go do family time on the weekends. And our car counts have been, you know, we've been in the mid, mid to upper 20s, you know, which out here is, is a good car count. Uh, we've been mid to upper 20s every week on a Thursday night in the, in the, in the sprint car class. And they really like it because it gives them their weekends off to do some stuff now. And so uh, it, it's worked out real good. And I've noticed more and more tracks around the country have started moving back to Thursday nights also. I think just to get away from some of the competition on pay-per-view on, on uh, Saturday or Friday and Saturday nights, you know. Yeah, I'll tell you, I go back, one of the most uh, one of the most successful tracks in the country is in Barrie, Vermont. It's been a Thursday night track forever, yeah. and they get in there, get it done before the before the money runs out on the weekend, before uh, family time and everything else, and, and it's worked out well. Steve, I, I, one of the big topics we've had in the NASCAR world is what have we learned during this? And maybe what have we learned that we didn't need to do, but what have we learned that we can apply going forward have there been lessons that you come out of this where you're like okay maybe we could take this tweak it a little bit twist it a little bit and 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 enhance what we do when we get back to some normaler times yes i you know probably one of the biggest things i've learned um you know obviously money management is always important if you're going to be successful in business but you know to be honest one of the biggest things i learned is you know how to reach our people through non-traditional advertising, because I, I cut out 100% of my advertising this year because we're not trying to fa- uh, attract the, the fans down the road. We're mainly just working on the We've done everything through uh, social media, and it's worked real well. And probably the biggest thing I've learned with this, in the past, we've been doing really well the last several years, and I hate to change any of our models. When things are working, you know, do you take money out of radio? Do you pull it back from print? But this year we've done all that, and we've really had good numbers. And I think probably the biggest thing I've learned this year is that the power of the social media is going to carry us a lot farther than traditional advertising. So I know next year I'm going to cut – I'll cut back a lot on my traditional, you know, radio, print, TV advertising and just focus on the start of the year, let people know we're open, and then just focus on the major events. And uh, I'm, I'm certain it's going to carry itself real well. Interesting. That's, I mean, uh, that's the way of the world, social media huh. and, and realizing that you can cut those budgets. That's great. Steve, what do you have left on the season? How many more races? Any, any You're trying to do any different events? Anything fun coming up? Well, every night at the racetrack is fun for me. So <laughs> I got lots of fun. But, um, you know, right now, seriously, we, we're not doing anything, anything out of the ordinary. I mean, I've just staying solid, staying consistent. And we've got four more weekends on our normal schedule, but we may only go three weekends. I just want to see typically in September, your crowds start to fall off a little bit too. And I'm going to see how the next couple weeks go, but we may, we may end up the second weekend uh, in, uh, in September be our, our last weekend of racing and, and uh, just kind of finish up strong and, you know, go into the winter on a positive note and, and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, we see some stuff through our government that uh, straightens things out and gives us a little better hope for next year. Steve, we've talked uh, exclusively in this conversation about Skagit, but you have a, a tour up there you run. You, you, you run, you know, some other places. You're, you're moving around in a normal year. Uh, this year you've kind, of had, you've kind of been having to focus back there on, on the home front, of you will. 
has 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 there anything? Is there any other opportunities that you look at out there, or is everything else just kind of put on pause, and we'll just wait to see what twenty twenty brings? Yeah, everything out here right now is just thoughts. I mean, all my events over at the uh, State Fair Park in Yakima, they shut the entire place down this year. My monster truck events I do around the state, every place I did them are shut down. Um, you know, it's, it's just kind of a year to where you want to really cut out your overhead. I've always said that the, the, the two ways to be successful in business is have a lot of money coming in or not much money going out. And obviously this year there's not very much money coming in, so we've really had to control our spending and not get not get silly and try and put on big shows that aren't going to work and go backwards. So uh, we've really just cut way back. We're just sticking to the hardcore basics, and we've had – some of the best racing we've had in years out here and lots of cars and everybody's attitude is really good. They're just happy to be racing. And, but we're just doing basic stuff each week, running three classes, not running too many races, get them in, get them done, get them over with. And uh, not a lot of thrills this year, not a lot of thrills at all, but just good old basic dirt track racing is what we're doing. What did I see? You had a 14-year-old winner, the youngest in the history oh, wow. of the track on last Thursday night? Yes, we did. That kid, he come out last year and started racing at age 13, and he looked like he was about 10. And uh, absolutely one of the nicest, politest young men I've ever met. And uh, his his highlight of the night is they stop at the pit gate and they sign in. His dad lets him jump in the semi-truck and drive in the pits and park it. So he, uh, we're, we're blessed out here. We have got an amazing young crop of racers out here. I mean, uh, Devin Borden and and Colby Thornhill. You know, Colby won last weekend. De- Devin uh, Borden. Uh, we've got some, you know, the, uh, the Hamilton kid. We got a lot of really good young racers out here that are all. I mean, I don't even know if they're even eighteen years old yet. A couple of them, and uh, the future looks very bright out in this area. That's that, that's just I just literally when you said that I got chills. The future yeah. is very bright in this area because you just it, we're in the middle of this mess and yet um, we're, we're finding some positives here along the way, finding some new ways to do things. And I'm, I'm not shocked at you leading the charge on this, Steve, at all on it because you've always been one of the most creative guys in the sport. And uh, I, I'm just glad to hear that it's going all right mm-hmm. and you're keeping the lights on out there until we can get back to somewhat normal situations. So um, we appreciate the time. Thanks so much for sharing uh, that with us and, and, and just where you're at. And we'll, we'll wish you the best on the remaining weeks of the season. Yeah, you know, hopefully we get to see you somewhere down the road. I'm not sure uh, yeah. if it's be in Charlotte this year. I've heard rumor they might move that down the world finals down to Volusia or something, but you know, hopefully we see you guys somewhere. If not, we'll see you at Daytona. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking, and, and unfortunately, that one, that weekend is our championship weekend in NASCAR, so I wasn't going to be around that one at all, no matter where no matter where it ended up being. So, uh, it might be it, it, it might be Daytona anyhow, but but of course, that's still 10 or 11 weeks from now, so Lord knows a lot of things between now and then. So, uh, yeah, you, you're going out to Phoenix? Uh, yeah, I'm going out to Phoenix for that, yeah. I'll there. Yeah, I'll be in Phoenix. I got field passes, everything already. I'll see you in Phoenix. That'd be a good time. Great, great. It'll be good to catch up with you. That's for sure. Thanks for the time, Steve. Appreciate it. Hey, thank you guys for calling. I appreciate all you do for our sport. There you go. Thank you, my man. There you go. All right. So there you have it. You can go to Skagit Speedway. You watching this? Listen to this on Thursday. Yeah. Tonight's the night. Tune in. Tune in. Um, none of. I, I sit here with I sit here impressed as always. It's Steve Butler, okay? None of that surprises me. 
Maybe the fact that he's able to make it work with a full purse. Yeah. Maybe that does a little bit, but yeah, but none of it surprises me. And and Steve Beitler is one of those guys that in 2021, because of 2020, will be even a, better. A a, a a a and he was one of going into 2020, he was one of the best promoters. Yeah. Okay. But when you think about this, when this forces you, I, I I mentioned this in the question to him. What we have learned in NASCAR. And I don't know, and I know this is not a NASCAR podcast, and I know there's some of you people that might just turn this off right now, okay? And if that's the case, sorry, okay? What has been learned in NASCAR during this time and how it applies to the future? And I don't know what that is. We've tried so many things. Steve Beitler has tried so many things. The World of Outlaws have tried Mm -hmm. so many things. Pennsylvania, everyone has tried so many things. And it's just going to be fascinating to see what carries over to more normal times and where we're at mm-hmm. with it. And, and I and I don't know the answers, but listening to Steve, you're going to see some of that going yeah. forward. You know, that that Thursday night thing, I'm telling you, that th- I had a promoter, uh, the guy I worked for at Pencam back then, I, I said to him, I, uh, the, the Saturday night track, um, the Saturday night track was there, so we never really had that option. And I said to him, would you ever like to be a Saturday night track? He said, no way. I want to be Friday night. And I said, well, why do you want to be Friday night? He says, you get the first crack at their money, fan-wise. You get that. You know, he said, and your concessions are good because Friday night you get home from work and you're headed to the track and you're going to stop at the concession stand at the track. Now, he had really, really good food, too, which he (laughs) took advantage of, took advantage of Friday night. People headed from work to the track. They didn't have time. He said, I love Friday night. And that's kind of the same thing, Thunder Road up in up in Barry, Vermont. Yeah. Dave Moody, who broadcast with us, he was the longtime announcer up there. Ken Squire, who founded this place. Yeah. Ken Squire was the one. And they sat there and, and in 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 and in prime times, in in non COVID times, Thursday night racing, there are people up there. There are race car drivers there that have boats and use them. <laughs> no, the, you, I, I know. You're you're laughing because you're laughing because that doesn't seem but it's Totally, well, yeah. It makes a lot of sense, and even Steve saying that, you know, people want that family time now, especially. Oh, I don't know. These days, yeah. it's drawn us closer to our, and, and exactly. my days drawn me so much closer to my family. Yeah, oh. and sometimes the the wife or the husband or whoever wants that family time, and it's important. So to be able to do all, yeah, have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, that, well, I like that. I like the Friday night. I was a track announcer for uh, for Pencan on Friday night. I loved it because Saturday I could go to all the different other racetracks. Yeah. You know, I mean, so so you look at it, you're a 360 team based somewhere there in Washington. You can go, uh, you know, I mean, and, and West Coast people to travel eight hours or 10 hours means nothing to yeah. them. You know, those of us here in Charlotte to travel 20 minutes, we whine and, and bellyache about it. But uh, there you do through it. But you think about it with the with the uh, ASCS Frontier region and stuff. You know, they, they run on Thursday night. They, yeah. can, they can load up and go somewhere else and race. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I love it. That's why. That's why I love. I love talking to Steve Beitler because you just come out of the conversation with a little bit of a twist somewhere where you're you've you've learned a little something that you did not know going yep, in the conversation. He's smart and he always has a positive outlook. Yes, he does. Roll up your elbows up. Yeah, I'm a racer. Let's elbows get creative. up. This Let's is what we got. Yeah, absolutely. So good stuff. You know, the auto industry is the backbone of America's economy, and Ford chooses to invest more in America because of its rich heritage here. The Blue Oval employs more U.S. hourly workers and assembles more vehicles in America than any other automaker by a wide margin. So whether it's a Ford dealer in Kentucky or a technician in Indiana or an engineer in Michigan, we're proud to have them as part of the team. Ford built for America. Stay with us. The Red Devil. 
We're going to talk about him. It's coming up next. Pride. Passion. Performance. We are. We are. We are Team Dryde. Hey, Ashley, what are you up to? Oh, I just stopped by to grab some sage fruit apples. Now I just have to decide which ones. You can never go wrong with a Honeycrisp. They're light, crisp, and full of perfectly balanced flavor. Oh, hey. You could always go with one of their classics, the Gala or Fuji. They're both sweet and juicy. Grown in the heart of eastern Washington, Sage Fruit Company works hard on the farm and with their retail partners to provide high-quality apples and pears to consumers all year long. Well, I couldn't decide which ones. Thanks for the help, guys. I'll race you to check out. Wing Nation, presented by Dryding, DRF Racing Oils, and by Hercules Tires. Uh, we're just kind of hanging out. Love chatting with Steve Beitler. Uh, I want to mention this. Uh, this past weekend was the Dryding doubleheader up at uh, Dover. <laughs> Boy, I am telling you what. I rarely I lose a race. I rarely lose a, leave a racetrack saying that's about enough for me. But I'm telling you. How I many a, laps on pit road you make? I, I, I did. Um, Do you keep I a... Had, I have the, yeah, I had it. I had it. I, I put it on like my Facebook or something like that. It was um, five, six, seven. It was like 18 miles oh in the my. three days. 18 miles. I walked like that. And I had the steps. It was some I saw you number. blew out a shoe and everything. I blew out a shoe. Yeah, I blew out a shoe. <laughs> Thought I was going to have to duct tape that up. You know, I was this close to going to going and talking to, to my buddy Bowman's crew there and saying, hey, boys, I need, I, I need, I need some help here. You know, um, yeah. So, um, but, but the tip of the cap, again, People and, and I and I talked to Dave Klinger and and I said and I didn't talk to him there. I talked to him earlier in the year. I said, "How's your business?" He said, "Well, he said one facet of our business is struggling, but he says the 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 industrial stuff is still yeah. going on. They're still building houses, so we're really focused on there." And I think I think the message out of all of this, whether it's Steve Beitler or Dave Klinger with Dry Dean, or we we talked on Tuesday with Kyle Larson, and you know wherever you're at, whatever the hand you have, whatever you're dealing with. There are people figuring out ways to make this work. Yeah. It's it's not pretty. It's not the way we would rather do it. But there are people figuring ways, and that's what D- Dave Klinger said. We've really focused in on there's certain aspects of the American economy that are still booming oh, right yeah. along. Absolutely. And he says, we've honed in on that. And he said, our heavy-duty lubricants business is through the roof. Yeah. Because everyone's building and constructing and doing oh, all of this. And homes and, home and everything like that. And, and so it's like, I, I love that. And that's what I love. With, you know, with, Think about with, all the off-road vehicles. and all, I mean, those yeah. things are going crazy. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's what uh, that that that's the good stuff. But but I do want to tip the cap. I cap. I love uh, the aggressiveness that Drydeen brings into racing, and uh, to go with the Drydeen doubleheader at Dover with oh my gosh, six races over they, and the Dryden, shoe blowout. Yeah, and one shoe blown out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so good stuff. So a tip of the cap to our friends there. A tip of the cap also to our friends at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, turn number two in Knoxville, Iowa. Roger McCluskey, a birthday earlier. George Nestler and Brad Knopfsinger later on this week. Today would have been the birthday of the Red Dragon, or the Red Devil. The Red Devil. James M. Billy Wynn. A 2003 inductee into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. He started his career yeah board track board tracks would would you ever a board track in your in your aaron crocker oh be, yeah you would then you yeah, would. I would yeah I, and would I, you look back on it thinking what did i do 
<laughs> yeah, if I had the chance to look back at well, it. That, well, there's that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, Woodbridge, New Jersey. Yeah, boy, you're, those sadly, videos. you're right. Those, those, yeah, Google, yeah. if you've never looked at board track racing, check Oh, my it out. gosh. Chris Economecki in his book talked yeah. about it. Oh, my gosh. That that would have been something. Uh, the Woodbridge, New Jersey track, he had 27 wins from 1932 <laughs> to 1934. He got the attention of a promoter out there, and he became one of the top draws in the big car racing, which is the forerunner to the silver crown cars. Well, forerunners to the Indy cars, really, and then somewhere they all went in different directions. He was a top draw. He wore a red shirt and a helmet, and they nicknamed him the Red Devil, and he would pack the people in to see the Red Devil race. Springfield, he won in 34 and 35. The Syracuse Mile, he won in 35 and 37. Three-time winner at the Milwaukee Mile. He ran the Indy, to to tell you how different the times are, we just had the Indy 500. He ran in the Indianapolis 500 eight times. He only started four of the races. He was a relief driver in four of the races. Um, unreal, and as sadly happens, 1938, August 20th, the Springfield, the Illinois State Fairgrounds on the mile died in a crash, their tire failure. Wow. Six laps into a 100-lap race, and, I mean, just, those are the ones that paved the way for all of us to have what we have and do what we do now. Yeah. And when you look at what it must have been like. And you see those photos, those guys, and you says wore a red shirt and helmet. You meant a red shirt, not a red fire suit. No, no, no. no it yeah. was often a T-shirt. Like You could see their muscles and they're just the helmet and the goggles. Pictures from that time blow me away. Yeah. It was just, you had to be. Yeah. That's that's the way. I mean, and, No and, roll bar, no nothing. No. Here just, you go. Yeah. Elbows up. And, 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 yeah, elbows up. Unfortunately, that's how we end up with, with a lot of them that, that don't make it uh, to that, that far in it as far as their lives go. And the good news is is their lives are forever enshrined mm-hmm. at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, turn number two in Knoxville. Uh, let's see. They have got uh, the the Sprint Car Raffle going on. You can find that at SprintCarRaffle.net. Okay. The EMI chassis, Speedway Engine Sprint Car Raffle. They're going to draw that in December, I think it yep. is. Uh, then they have the gift shop, Sprint Car Stuff. So you can go there, and on display is the Greg Hodnett display. Which so, I believe is going to be displayed for another year. Really? Rumor has it. Well, I had a very, very, um, I, I hope that's the case. Yeah. I, I Fingers crossed, and I know that your your rumor has it, and I get that. Yeah. I hope that's the well, case. Well, I'm not on the board anymore. I, I've turned oh, out. Okay. I, I filled two terms in the Hall of Fame board, yeah. which was awesome, and I hope I a- I, to be on it again. But. It looks like they're going to keep that. I had display. a really heart to heart with Sherry Hodnett up at the Hodnett 5K, and if that indeed happens, there's yeah. going to be a very happy woman up in Pennsylvania, yeah. uh, because that's the thing. Everyone is like Sherry. We can't wait to go to the Nationals to see the display. We can't wait to go to the Nationals to see the display, and then what happened happened. And- mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't, so I, I I hope that rumor is indeed the case. Um, n- no rumor at all. As far as the All-Star is going to be busy this weekend, if you're listening to this on Thursday, uh, drop everything. If you're near Bechtelsville, Pennsylvania, get to Grandview. Uh, If you're near a phone or a computer, get on Flow Racing because they're racing at Grandview tonight. Williams Grove, Twin 20s tomorrow night. Uh, The fabulous Lincoln Speedway on Saturday night. Then they start to head west to Bedford, the big fairgrounds there on Sunday. Four-night race weekend. Oh, it's gonna kind be of awesome. five with the twin twenties, really. Well, five, yeah, because yeah, Williams Grove with the twin twenties, yeah. Um, NOS Energy Drink, World of Outlaw Sprint Cars, 
uh, U.S. 36 Raceway in Osborne, Missouri on Saturday. Oh, this is nice. More Sunday night. We're going to have a busy Sunday night with the All-Stars at Bedford. I do, too, and and especially this week because the NASCAR race is on Saturday night. I'm flying home. Landing on landing, I'll be back. I'll be back in. I'll be back in. Uh, just done with the grill mode on Sunday mm-hmm. afternoon. Kicking back with a frosty cold one with some great racing on Dirt Vision and on Flow Racing. Uh, Attica Raceway Park. Our friends there. The Mark Keegan Classic is this Friday night. It's Championship Night. Um, they're another one that's that's adapted and survived, and 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 I don't know how, but they've 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 done it. Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour. Uh, a couple of weeks off, they have I-80 Speedway in Greenwood, Nebraska, coming up on September 12th, and then the Hockett McMillan Memorial Lucas Oil Speedway in Wheatland, Missouri, September 17th, 18th, and 19th. Regional racing Saturday night, Big Sky Speedway up in Montana mm-hmm. for the Frontier Region, I-30 Speedway for the Mid-South Region in Arkansas, and the Sooner Region is in Nevada, Missouri at the Nevada Speedway. So... Fun stuff. Great. A lot of racing. Uh, if you're in an area that has sprint car racing, get out and support it. Um, support it for those of us who are not in an area that have sprint <laughs> car racing. Uh, actually, I do want to give a shout out. Uh, Carolina Sprint Tour, um, they've been impacted negatively. That's our little 305 IMCA deal around here. They've been impacted negatively. Uh, I actually, They actually have given me access to their, um, their, their team page, not their Facebook public page, but their team page. And boy, I'm telling you what, they get into some knockdown dragouts on there. They really do because they're just all hardcore racers. But I am telling you, when it comes time to to to, to go race, they they may disagree over this and that yeah. and everything like that. But they come out. They had a great run at Cherokee Speedway. Uh, the Cherokee promoter this past week, I guess, is now as a second track and is like, hey, next year we want to have you at both tracks. And so uh, they have a bunch of races coming up. Uh, I'll do it on social media talk about it because I actually can make them, and I'm going to go support those guys. Uh, I don't know if Pete Walton's coming back through here or not again. He probably will be. Oh yeah, exactly. It's early. It's <laughs> August. Yeah, Pete's still halfway through his season. So, um, so but 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 wherever you're at, get out to some sprint car racing. Get out and support these guys. Buy a t-shirt. Buy a hat. Uh, if if you can't go to the sprint car track right now, is a good chance to go on your favorite driver's side. I see Danny Dietrich has some new apparel. Yep. So go on and support these racers. They're all trying to get through so that when 2020 comes and hopefully we're back to normal. They're still funded and fielding cars and going. So uh, you got a favorite driver, go on his website, reach out to him, see if you can get a couple shirts and a hat and a koozie and like that. But here's the reality of it is a lot of, you, a lot of us, a lot of you, a lot of us are saving money because we're not going to the races. And so take that money that you're saving and, and plow it back into some of the driver's yeah. stuff. So um, it is. It's just it's it's just is what it is. Um, crazy year. Wing Nation Apparel is at all those all-star races. So Pennsylvania Posse fans, get your Wing Nation Apparel. Speaking of getting apparel, you can get that at, on the um, on the all-star truck up there. Uh, you can follow along with us on Twitter and on Facebook and our YouTube page. All the great interviews there as well. And coming up on Saturday, tonight on Rev in Canada, Saturday on Mav, it's Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit, Aaron Reitzel. And Aaron, you were filling in for Ashley. Yeah. We had a talk like him that I don't know that we've ever ever had, no, nor did we really maybe even expect to ever have. I agree. I saw personality in that interview that I hadn't seen. I mean, we see personality when he slides in that oh, car. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, just just using the wall and Port Royal and everything <laughs> else. Um, this is one that you're going to want to check out. Um, if you don't, if you know a lot about Aaron Wrightsell, the race car driver, and not about Aaron Wrightsell, the man, this is the one that you yeah. want to tune in and see. So it is good stuff, and you can catch that uh, tonight on Rev and t- on uh, Saturday on Mav. 
And uh, so there you have it. So that'll wrap it up. We appreciate Steve Beitler for joining us here on the program. More important, though, than all of that, thank you for joining us here on Wing Nation, presented by Dryden, by DRF Racing Oils, and by Hercules Tires. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc.